Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 5th of January, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the third day of the month Shavat. This week, our parasha from the Torah is called Bo, which means come. And today's reading will be the fourth reading, Exodus 11:4 through 12:20. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His word. This is a blessing that can be found at the beginning of the Daily Bread Journal, and I encourage you to follow along with us. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Moshe said, This is what the Lord says, About midnight I will go out into the middle of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh, who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the female servant who is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of the livestock. There will be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there has not been, and such as there shall never be again. But against any of the sons of Israel, a dog will not even bark or move its tongue, against man or animal, that you may know that the Lord makes a distinction between the Egyptians and Israel. All these servants of yours will come down to me and bow down themselves to me, saying, Get out with all the people who follow you, and after that I will go out. And he went out from Pharaoh in hot anger. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Pharaoh will not listen to you, so that my wonders will be multiplied in the land of Egypt. Moshe and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, yet the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not let the sons of Israel go out of his land. Now the Lord spoke to Moshe and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be to you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth day of this month they shall take to them, to them every man a lamb, according to their father's houses, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too little for a lamb, then he and his neighbor next to his house shall take one according to the number of the souls. You shall make your count for the lamb according to what everyone can eat. Your lamb is to be without blemish, a male a year old. You shall take it from the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at evening. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses in which they shall eat it. They shall eat the meat on that night, roasted with fire, with matzah and maror they shall eat it. 
Do not eat it raw or boiled at all with water, but roast it with fire, with its head, its legs, and its inner parts. You shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, but that which remains of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. This is how you shall eat it, with your belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Pesach of the Lord. For I will go through the land of Egypt in that night, and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and animal. And I will execute judgments against all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood shall be to you for a token on the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be a memorial for you. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord, and you shall keep it as a feast throughout your generations by an ordinance forever. Seven days you shall eat matzah, but on the first day you must remove chametz from your houses. For whoever eats chametz on the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day, you shall hold a holy assembly, and another holy assembly on the seventh. No kind of work shall be done on them, except what is to be eaten by every person. Only that may be done by you. And you shall observe the feast of Matzot, for in this same day I have brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore you shall observe this day throughout your generations by an ordinance forever. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, you shall eat matzah, until the twenty-first day of the month at evening. For seven days no chametz is to be found in your houses, for whoever eats chametz, that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he is a foreigner or one who is born in the land. Eat nothing with chametz in it. In all your dwellings you shall eat matzah. That was Exodus eleven four through twelve twenty. Our portion today from the prophets is Second Samuel nineteen. The king was deeply moved, and went up to the room over the gate and wept. As he went, he said, "My son Avshalom, my son, my son Avshalom, I wish I had died for you, Avshalom, my son, my son." And Yoav was told, "Behold." The king weeps and mourns for Avshalom. The victory that day was turned into mourning among all the people, for the people heard it said that day the king grieved for his son. And the people sneaked into the city that day as people who are ashamed to steal away when they flee in battle. The king covered his face, and the king cried with a loud voice, "My son, Avshalom, Avshalom, my son, my son." Then Yoav came into the house to the king and said, "Today you have shamed the faces of all your servants who today have saved your life, 
and the lives of your sons and of your daughters, and the lives of your wives, and the lives of your concubines, in that you love those who hate you, and hate those who love you. For you have declared today that princes and servants are nothing to you. For today I perceive that if Avshalom had lived, and all we had died today, then it would have pleased you well. Now therefore arise, go out, and speak comfort to your servants. For I swear by the Lord, if you do not go out, not a man will stay with you this night. And that would be worse to you than all the evil that has happened to you from your youth until now. Then the king arose and sat in the gate. They told to all the people, saying, Behold, the king is sitting in the gate. And all the people came before the king. Now Israel had fled, every man to his tent. And all the people were at strife throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king delivered us out of the hand of our enemies, and he saved us out of the hand of the Philistines, and now he has fled out of the land from Avshalom? And Avshalom, whom we anointed over us, is dead in battle. Now therefore, why do you not speak a word of bringing the king back? And King David sent to Tzadok and to Aviatar the Kohanim, saying, Speak to the elders of Yehuda, saying, Why are you the last to bring the king back to his house, since the speech of all Israel has come to the king to return him to his house? You are my brothers, you are my bone and my flesh, why then are you the last to bring back the king? Say to Amasa, Are you not my bone and my flesh? God do do so to me, and more also, if you are not captain of the army before me continually instead of Yoav. And he bowed the heart of all the men of Yehuda, even as one man, so that they sent to the king, saying, Return, you and all your servants. So the king returned and came to the Yarden. And Yehuda came to Gilgal to go to meet the king, to bring the king over the Yarden. And Shimi, the son of Gera, the Binyamite, who was of Bahurim, hurried and came down with the men of Yehuda to meet King David. There were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Tziva, the servant of Shaul's house, and his fifteen sons and his twenty servants with him, and they went through the Yarden in the presence of the king. A ferry boat went to bring over the king's household, and to do what he thought good. And Shimei, the son of Gera, fell down before the king when he had come over the Yarden. He said to the king, Do not let my lord impute iniquity to me, or remember that which your servant did perversely the day that my lord the king went out of Yerushalayim, that the king should take it to his heart. For your servant knows that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I have come today as the first of all the house of Yosef to go down to meet my lord the king. But Avishai, the son of Tsuya, answered, Should not Shimi be put to death for this, because he cursed the anointed of the Lord? But David said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Tzuya, that you should be adversaries to me today? Shall any man be put to death today in Israel? For do I not know that I am king over Israel today? So the king said to Shimi, You will not die. And the king swore to him.
And Mephibosheth, the son of Shaul, came down to meet the king. And he had neither groomed his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes, from the day the king departed until the day he came home in Shalom. When he had come to Yerushalayim to meet the king, the king said to him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? And he answered, My lord, O king, my servant deceived me. For your servant said, I will saddle a donkey for myself, that I may ride on it and go with the king, because your servant is lame. And he has slandered your servant to my lord the king. But my lord the king is an angel of God. Therefore do what is good in your eyes. For all my father's house were but dead men before my lord the king. Yet you set your servant among those who ate at your own table. What right have I, therefore, that I should cry any more to the king? And the king said to him, Why do you still speak of your matters? I say, You and Tziva divide the land. Mephibosheth said to the king, Yes, let him take all, because my lord the king has come in Shalom to his own house. Barzillai the Giladite came down from Rogelim, and he went over the Yarden with the king to conduct him over the Yarden. Now Barzillai was a very aged man, eighty years old, and he had provided the king with sustenance while he stayed at Machanaim, for he was a very great man. The king said to Barzillai, Come over with me, and I will sustain you with me in Yerushalayim. Barzillai said to the king, How many are the days of the years of my life that I should go up with the king to Yerushalayim? I am eighty years old today. Can I discern between good and bad? Can your servant taste what I eat or what I drink? Can I hear the voice of singing men and singing women any more? Why then should your servant be a burden to my lord the king? Your servant would but just go over the Yelden with the king, Why should the king repay me with such a reward? Please, let your servant turn back again, that I may die in my own city, by the grave of my father and my mother. But behold, your servant Chimham, let him go over with my lord the king, and do to him what shall seem good to you. The king answered, Chimham shall go over with me, and I will do to him that which shall seem good to you. Whatever you request of me, that I will do for you. All the people went over the Yarden, and the king went over. Then the king kissed Barzillai and blessed him, and he returned to his own place. So the king went over to Gilgal, and Chimham went over with him. And all the people of Yehuda brought the king over, and also half the people of Israel. Behold, All the men of Israel came to the king and said to the king, Why have our brothers, the men of Judah, stolen you away, and brought the king and his household over the Yarden, and all David's men with him? All the men of Judah answered the men of Israel, Because the king is a close relative to us, why then are you angry about this matter? Have we eaten at all at the king's cost, or has he given us any gift? And the men of Israel answered the men of Judah and said, We have ten parts in the king, and we have also more claim to David than you. Why then did you despise us, and was not our advice first for bringing back our king? 
And the words of the men of Yehudah were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel. That was Second Samuel 19. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 86. A prayer by David. Hear, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am godly. You, my God, save your servant who trusts in you. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to the soul of your servant, for to you, Lord, do I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive, abundant in loving kindness to all those who call on you. Hear, Lord, my prayer. Listen to the voice of my petitions. In the day of my trouble I will call on you, for you will answer me. There is no one like you among the gods, Lord, nor any deeds like your deeds. All nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They shall glorify your name, for you are great and do wondrous things. You are God alone. Teach me your way, Lord. I will walk in your truth. Make my heart undivided to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord God, with my whole heart. I will glorify your name forevermore. For your loving kindness is great toward me. You have delivered my soul from the lowest Sheol. God, the proud have risen up against me. A company of violent men have sought after my soul, and they do not hold regard for for you before them. But you, Lord, are a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger, and abundant in loving kindness and truth. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant. Save the son of your servant. Show me a sign of your goodness that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed, because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. That was Psalm 86. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Luke 12, verses 1 through 34. Now, in the meantime, as an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled on one another, he began to tell his disciples first of all, Beware of the chametz of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. But there is nothing covered up that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light. What you have spoken in the ear, in the inner rooms, will be proclaimed on the housetops. And I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will warn you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he is killed, has power to cast into Gehinom. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two Assyria coins? Not one of them is forgotten by God. But the very hairs of your head are all counted. Therefore do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Also I tell you, 
Everyone who confesses me before men, the Son of Man will also confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But those who blaspheme against the Ruach HaKodesh will not be forgiven. Now when they bring you before the synagogues, the rulers, and the authorities, do not be anxious how or what you will answer or what you will say, for the Ruach HaKodesh will teach you in that same hour what you must say. Then one of the multitude said to him, Rabbi, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Beware, keep yourselves from covetousness, for a man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things which he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man produced abundantly, and he reasoned within himself, saying, What will I do, because I do not have room to store my crops? So he said, This is what I will do. I will pull down my barns, big, build bigger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will tell my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things which you have prepared? Whose will they be? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious for your life, what you will eat, nor yet for your body what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they do not sow, they do not reap, they have no warehouse or barn, and God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a cubit to his height? Therefore, if you are not able to do even the least things, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow, they do not toil, neither do they spin, Yet I tell you, even Shlomo in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if this is how God clothes the grass in the field, which today exists and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you will eat or what you will drink, neither be anxious. For the nations of the world seek after all of these things, but your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and do tzedakah. Make for yourselves purses which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches, neither moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. That was Luke 12, 1-34, and it concludes our readings for this episode. 
However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Philippians 1 today also. Thank you for following along with us as we read through the scriptures this year. I pray you will have a blessed day and that the words of God will go deep into your hearts and bear much fruit in your life. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.